0: bomb another paint can on me i'm gonna cut your cojones off and boil them in motor oil
1: are you are you giving up yet or are you thirsty for more
0: merry christmas you filthy animal
1: buzz i'm in your room you better come get me
0: oh buzz did you know one one of the things i read about this movie is that buzz's girlfriend was actually like one of the art or like production designers' sons yeah. that they made dressed them up to make look like a girl because yeah. Chris Columbus thought it was too mean a joke.
1: <laughs> Which is really sweet, Honestly, but also yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. I didn't know that. I went that I went years. I just found that out like recently.
0: Was this a movie that you grew up like watching a ton?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. This was this is like a we haven't watched it in a few years, but as a kid we watched this all the time like every year for sure multiple times during the holiday season so
0: i did not see this until 2020
1: wow we were
0: lit we were at our house in conway and mm-hmm. i remember watching this for the first time because i think you and eric and i were doing our episode on our five favorite christmas movies and yeah. i embarrassingly had seen very few christmas movies
1: <laughs> So, had, I think all of us that was the thing for that, that was yeah, what we, made that we, episode we difficult for that. us because we all were just like, uh, were are not watched for a whole lot, but this was one of them for me, yeah. So,
0: very, very interesting times that you know the Christmas movies, and I, I think that we've talked about this in the past, but I don't love Christmas movies, yeah. I, and and, you know, I like, I really enjoy Home Alone. I think it's great. I think it has aged very well in terms of Mm -hmm. all the technical stuff, the performances, and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think it's very funny, but I don't really like, I was at a Christmas party for work a couple nights ago, and they were doing movie Christmas trivia, and I just had this thought of like, either I don't really like a lot of big traditional Christmas movies, or they have been burnt out for me mm, so that's
1: fair yeah
0: we watched polar express after thanksgiving or on thanksgiving day mm-hmm. and i just like do not vibe with that movie i don't know how you feel about it
1: i love the book i i haven't watched the movie as an adult but i loved it as a kid Yeah, although i feel like Nowadays, a lot of people hate on it, and I almost don't want to watch it as an adult because I'm worried it's going to ruin it for me for whatever reason.
0: I remember being magical in theaters, but also, like, this animation is really bad and kind of weird. The
1: animation's weird. Yeah. So.
0: But then Elf is an example of my second kind of category of being burnt out where, like, I can quote a ton of that movie and also, like, Mm -hmm. never want to watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like I know it's good, but I've seen it way too many times. Which I feel like any movie can get to that point.
1: Yeah. I feel also you pro I don't i as a homeschool kid you probably didn't experience this. Homeschool Homeschool uh, as a public school heathen, we would Look at always us being watch- friends. Look at us. <laughs> Who- <laughs> who'd have who'd thought? thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> we We watched Christmas movies around this time of year because at this point in this in the semester, no teacher is starting a new lesson or doing any sort of new lesson plan. I mean, every single teacher that I'm friends with is like, yeah, we're gonna we've got two more days this week until Christmas break, and then then that's it, and we're just gonna watch movies so. Uh, one of my friends, my friend Tyler is like, I think I'm just going to play Holes because I play it every year and I don't want to play another Christmas movie for these kids to watch <laughs> all day. Hashtag Holes um, is a
0: Christmas movie.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I kind of think it should be. <laughs> so, good movie. I enjoy it. It is a good movie. It's a good book. So, should yeah. we also introduce this podcast because we never actually did that.
0: We're f- almost five minutes in. And I think that would be a good idea to do. I'm Isaac Sims. This is Father of Film I'm, Country. Yeah. Hi, Olivia.
1: I'm Olivia Clement. Hi. Hi, Isaac Sims. We're back. We're back.
0: This episode's late. The bo- the boys and the gal are back in town.
1: We're uh, we're back in town, like Thin Lizzy said. Thin Lizzy wore As they
0: said. Do you remember when That's I did so my uh, The Boys Are Back in Town Snapchats in college?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was iconic.
0: Those were better Who days. Who could forget? Not, not better days. <laughs> I'm living my best life, but those were...
1: They were I just kind of like... Me.
0: i I just did that a lot and it annoyed a lot of people and then other people like got on the train you you know (laughs)
1: you can either fight it or you can embrace it and i chose to embrace it and you know what i think the people who embrace it are still like good friends with you and people who (laughs) didn't do you remember when i came in to the your office in the
0: basement (laughs) Yes, and I was blaring it, and you and Colleen were like, "Stop it!" And you held out your hands, and that's like all you could hear in the video. Or see. Well, because yeah. we
1: knew, we knew you were going to be coming in yep. to record us. Yep. So, that's what but man, those were good times. Today we're talking so. about
0: Home Alone. Walter is oh, right. not here.
1: Right, but also true.
0: We march onward through the snow.
1: He, he's here in spirit
0: to get a toothbrush. <laughs> at the not to <laughs> steal it.
1: Not to steal Maybe, it. what's his
0: name? That? Kevin McAllister.
1: Kevin Mc, <laughs> the main <laughs> character of the movie we're talking about. Here's Kevin. the thing:
0: I I watched this movie the day of, ready to record it, and then Walter said, mm-hmm. "I can't record today. Let's record Tuesday." And then on Tuesday he said, "Let's <laughs> record this weekend." <laughs> so it's like it was fresh in my mind, and now it is a little bit less fresh in my
1: mind. That's true. You watched it. Exactly a week ago.
0: And I've seen it exactly two times. Whereas you've seen so it probably fifteen times.
1: I probably way at more least. than that. But really? at the very least fifteen like, times. For yeah. Christmas
0: movies in your house, would it be a okay, we watched this once, we're good, we don't need to watch it again this Christmas season, or no, we're watching it tomorrow. Like what was regularly on rotation?
1: So as far as Christmas movies are concerned, Home Alone, Home Alone Two every year this is probably the only thing we still do on like heavy rotation but that has less to do with us wanting to watch it and more to do with the fact that tbs runs a christmas story every like 24 24 hours so just back to back to back we're watching christmas story and i think at this point my Yoshi, parents put it on yeah yeah my parents keep it on just to annoy my brother because he gets mad every year. He's like, "We watch this every year. We watch this all day every year. Why do you we?" You think have to *Christmas do this? Story* is funny?
0: Yeah. Like, have you seen it recently as an adult?
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure we watched it last year. I know we watched it.
0: I remember seeing it as a kid and thinking, like, I don't like this, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> and I think the reason was that I didn't think it was very funny. Mm. And my and part of, part of it might have been because. My parents were really uncomfortable the whole time because it's like pretty risque, <laughs> and it could have been like yeah. their bad vibes.
1: Sure, <laughs> like yeah, clouding yeah. over everything. Have you watched it not with your parents? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I wonder if that would change. I wonder if that would change anything. Yeah, but maybe. You you may not like it. May not be for you. I don't think it's for everyone. I also here's the thing about Christmas movies. I think that Christmas movies can very easily get so overhyped as like being so incredible and some of them have very like iconic and memorable lines i think a christmas story is one of them i think home alone is one of them elf for sure but i don't i don't want to watch it you know 50 i don't want to watch elf 15 times in a week span so you wouldn't
0: do that you had you didn't do that with home alone
1: not I wouldn't do it as an adult. I think as a kid I probably did. Okay. Yeah. So I think as a kid we watched the first two home alone movies, A Christmas Story, Elf. I'm trying to think what other Christmas movies we watched. I don't remember I have a thought. Those about were like this. the the big heavy hitters, I think. But yeah, I, I just think that now as an adult, also I'm gonna be very honest, I don't love the holiday season. So Hmm. I'm a bit of a oh the Grinch, little bit (laughs) Uh, of the Grinch Grinch is also, that was also on rotation the animated version and the Jim Carrey version. So
0: what is your like? Oh man, I have so many thoughts about this. But the most important thoughts I have about this pertain to a huge difference between us, and like they Mm. correlate to like you being a public school heathen and me being a homeschool goody two shoes. Yeah, we did not have cable. So we didn't have – there was no ch- channel doing, like, regular Christmas movies or, like, sure. pe- like you just turn it on and – or turn on the TV and, like, Home Alone is on. Or
1: mm-hmm.
0: Christmas Story or Elf or mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life. But It's a Wonderful Life was, like, the number one Christmas movie for us. But then mm-hmm. we would also watch some version of, like, The Nativity. And I mm-hmm. I don't know the studio name off the top of my head or anything like that. But it was always – It's a Wonderful Life because it was black and white and old-timey and, like, really tame. Mm -hmm. And then The Nativity. And then, like, maybe Empire Strikes Back because that was, like, a weird Christmas movie for us.
1: Sure. For some reason. Okay. Finish this thought. I have another thought that kind of ties back to Empire Strikes Back. So keep talking. That
0: was really the only thing. So, like, Home Alone wasn't in rotation. Grinch was, like, Jim Carrey Grinch... Hundred percent was too weird and too risque. That's for, wild. I for saw us. that at the theater. Yeah, no, like we we went to see. I didn't go to see movies in the theater around Christmas time until I was like sixteen or seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. But like, so like all of the, I know you didn't go to see Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings came out around Christmas time. Every, like, I don't remember exactly, two, three, four, or I was one, say- two, three, or something like that. Or maybe it was O one two, maybe I don't I don't remember, but like I missed out on those because I was like a little bit too young according to my parents. But those were like big Christmas movies. But then Polar Express, I really remember being like the only big Christmas movie that my dad took us to see. So this is like a really blind spot, even though I think yeah I love Christmas movies, and then I get into the holiday season and think I would actually rather be watching a (laughs) lot like almost anything anything else." else. Even though like, I really do like Home Alone, long story short, we're doing this for you, listener. Not really for us.
1: Okay. I love that you mentioned that Empire Strikes Back is a Christmas movie for you. For me, a Christmas movie that is not really a Christmas movie is the first Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And here's why I think that those movies all feel like Christmas movies for us. John Williams does the score for all of those movies. He also does a score for Home Alone, and the score for Home Alone and Sorcerer's Stone are eerily similar. Yep. And so I don't know. A lot of like minor
0: like half steps and yeah,
1: yeah, which you. I mean, I don't know if it's because I've seen so many John Williams scored films and listened to so much of his scores. His scores. But I really think that I can like almost recognize when it's a John Williams score. And I kind of feel that way about on Zimmer and that, but I think they all have a very unique, like, like composers or conductors have a very unique style, like with any musician, you know? And so, but yeah, I, I made that revelation Uh, last week. I was like, I think that. That's why I Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It feels like a Christmas movie to me. It's only the first one. It is not the other ones, but the first one feels like a Christmas movie. How anyway.
0: like? Do you think the snow is a big part of that? Because the snow and Empire Strikes Back and all of like the heavy, uh, heavy coats and stuff in Empire Strikes Back make make it really feel like a Christmas movie to us. Do you think yes. snow is a big part of it?
1: I think so. I think so. I think so too. Yeah. Also, so you have lived in Arkansas your entire life. I've lived in Oklahoma and Arkansas my entire life. And there has really only been a couple of times in my life where I've actually had a white Christmas. And so I think anytime I see snow in a movie, I'm like, Oh, it's Christmas time. Even though I've never really experienced that. So I don't, I think, yeah, I think that's in my mind, snow equates to Christmas.
0: (laughs) Do you, was it 2012? Did it snow up in Fort Smith? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because that was the year that I vividly remember that. Because we were about to go to year college. Of high school.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Because it, it just also, it snowed like
0: 18 inches in Little Rock on Christmas yes. Day. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. It also snowed in 2009, on Christmas of 2009, because we were going to go to Duncan and visit family for Christmas. But it snowed so bad in Fort Smith that we couldn't leave and so uh and it snowed on christmas day and it was incredible yeah so snow was
0: a big snow is a big part of christmas movies slash almost christmas movies it yeah. like people i mean die hard has become the famous christmas non-christmas movie mm-hmm. but it actually is set is like christmas time whenever that right, movie is yeah. occurring so yeah. it's like i don't know a te- boring technicality but you know
1: I mean, when we did our our top five Christmas movies, I had Mean Girls on my list. So,
0: mm-hmm. yep. And we were like, "We'll give it
1: to you, man. Good job, great." You guys, creative I had siege. a whole. I remember vividly being like, "I'm going to have this argument prepared as to why I think this," and, and you guys, guys were like, like cool. "Okay, yeah, yeah." You guys were like totally cool, and I was like, "Wait, no, I was ready to fight." <laughs> we we need to fight about this. We got to fight about this. Okay, so, so turn the anyway, Home Alone. Who
0: is Joe Pesci? Who whose face comes to mind Joe Pesci or um Macaulay Culkin
1: I think Macaulay Culkin Culkin comes to mind first when I yeah. think of this movie just I mean he have you seen any other like besides home I don't have you seen Home Alone 2 at all
0: I haven't seen Home Alone 2
1: okay okay have you seen any other I movies love Christmas movies as I kid? told you before a big fan have you seen fan. any other Christmas or not Christmas movies uh, Macaulay Culkin movies?
0: No, like not a single one. So that was one thing I figured you had, and I was hoping that you would kind of shed some light on where he's at so, now and how his career's been.
1: Well, he actually just got a star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood, and he he and Brenda Song are life part. I don't know if they're technically married, oh, but they're like they're cool. together. Yeah, and they have two kids, and he gave such a sweet speech and he talked about how wonderful brenda song is and felt like he gave like she gave him renewed purpose in life and he finishes like it's so sweet she's crying he's crying Aww. everyone in the crowd's crying because it's so sincere and then he finishes it up with you gave me you know our two boys and now you're one of my three favorite people and it was it was funny but it was really just touching because i was like man i i love that for both of them as like I feel like child. I I the more I, I hear about people who are former child stars, mm-hmm. the more I think no one should ever be. No child should ever be in Hollywood or famous yeah. for any reason.
0: I wonder. And there he's not getting royalties from Home Alone. Do you think?
1: I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's what I wonder
0: because I knew that all I know about him, and I don't I don't know to what degree you can fill this in or not, mm-hmm. but I know that. A- after Home Alone, he did Home Alone 2, but then after that, he kind of had hit a lot of more hit- misses mm-hmm. than hits in mm-hmm. his television and film career, and then mm-hmm. hit a really rough patch, and now he's doing a lot better. So
1: yeah, yeah, he actually. No, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to say this is a fun fact, but he was arrested in Oklahoma City there in we 2006. 2006 hashtag, 2007? We need to make a hashtag
0: flyover film map or something maybe i could do that <laughs> well,
1: for everyone who's been arrested in, in. well
0: i mean like arrests and oh this is kind of a good idea actually
1: <laughs> Just... <laughs> like like we'll major talk. occurrences we'll per state yeah. i don't know yeah we'll we'll talk about that after we'll after I we get make done
0: make recording that.
1: but yeah he because he's been in a lot oh he was in a couple episodes of righteous gemstones
0: oh that's really cool mm-hmm. we still that need that needs to go on. That's gonna be we're
1: year. yeah we'll talk about that. Yeah, more. big things er, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was in Uncle Buck, which is another John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. John Candy is in it, and uh, that's actually kind of where John Hughes got the idea to do Home Alone. And then he was in My Girl. Uh, okay,
0: My Girl I have seen. My girl, like, low-key traumatized my whole family. Because
1: everyone (laughs) talks about how sad it is, and I can't, I cannot. Like, it gets killed by a
0: pack of swarming bees.
1: Yeah. No, I cannot, will not.
0: We were, before we started recording, we were talking about the new version of Wonka, directed by Paul King, who did the Paddington movies, and Timothy Chalamet plays Wonka, and it's... It's getting pretty good reviews but one of the n- major differences between this and the Gene Wilder and Johnny Depp versions is that Wonka is a kind of a pure figure and Timothee mm-hmm. Chalamet, Chalamet kind of embodies that really well but a lot of people are salty that Wonka's not mean and like kind of disillusioned and hates children and how funny especially that Gene Wilder a movie that Mel Stewart directed is and I think that I just think it's really funny that kids kids movies used to be like this is either gonna be the sweetest thing you've ever seen or like this is gonna mess you up for the rest of your yeah. life. <laughs> and like movies that like aren't aren't like that anymore because they're all animated. And I think that's really interesting.
1: I do feel like there are less live action kids movies. Yeah, for sure. One great one that came out this year was "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." um man that was really good also i don't think it's traumatizing but it is emotional i think mm-hmm. it was emotional to me as an adult seeing like right, right there's there's a monologue that Rachel McAdams has where she is talking to she plays Margaret's mom she's talking to Margaret and it's it's very moving and i think it's more so about like it's more moving to adults because They are like, I think a lot of adults have to struggle with how do we talk to kids about these really complicated and complex and nuanced issues. And so, which I don't have kids, but I work with some teenagers and, and some early adolescents. And so... Talking to them and like seeing my friends' kids, right? Like they sometimes they'll ask questions. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to answer this question. I don't know if I I'm going to get in trouble for what I'm. I am to say. I also don't want to get in trouble. So go ask, go ask your mom. Yeah, you should know um, about that. You should ask your mom about that. Um, ask your parents because I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. So. Um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So but yeah, I don't. So, I don't think kids' movies are traumatizing enough.
0: Honestly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so. Um.
0: With I Biden, will say, no kids' movies have been traumatizing. With me, they're very <laughs> traumatizing.
1: And I was even in them.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, so. He
1: helped he helped Kevin in the second one.
0: Home Alone. What is the first quote that pops into your mind? This is like. Oh, good question. Second or third of like very quotable movies we've covered this mm-hmm. year. Very, very quotable.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the first one that comes to mind is Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animal.
0: Yep. That's probably I, probably near the top I think of the list for everyone.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you my know family what will movie say, that is that he's watching or if that's a real movie?
1: I don't know if it's a real movie.
0: Yeah. Are you going to look
1: sure it up? Either. I will sure. say my family quotes Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf, a lot. Yeah. we. I don't know why that how, – <laughs> how that – comes up in conversation as often as it does but it it definitely does my family has a knack for working in really weird obscure movie lines into normal conversation i don't know how we do it and only it it only works with us because if i were to do that with every person i think people would think i'm insane or just don't make sense yeah so anyway it is not a but, real movie. Angels with okay. Filthy Souls. <laughs> really funny. Angels fake, with Filthy... Yeah. Uh, hey, I think movie. I'd watch it, though. Yeah, great title. So.
0: Yeah. I anyway. was, you know, and that's that's the thing. We talked about this uh, phenomenon a couple uh, weeks ago when we talked about Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, where you kind of had to be at the right place at the right time to watch different things and for it to really mm-hmm. resonate with you. And for us with Scott Pilgrim, it was college, high school, yada, yada and as young adults like Scott Pilgrim just doesn't really resonate unless you don't have your life together <laughs> honestly like that's uh it
1: resonates with me I don't have my life together well well so. I mean
0: I mean like y- you saw it at a time where we didn't have our life oh, together yeah even more yeah whereas Walter yes. does now and he's kind of like I don't understand what y'all are crying about Home Alone was that way for me where I was kind of like oh this is like this is cute this is funny but as a kid mm-hmm. it's like oh, man, these guys are breaking into his house. They're like, yeah. oh, man, he got left. Like, yeah. oh, man, his brothers and sisters are mean to him, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and it – because as an adult, it's like <sighs> Kevin just needs to stop. Yeah, stop no, that's that's the thought I had. That. I was like,
0: this kid is really annoying.
1: <laughs> like, he's a he's a freaking turd. But as a kid, it's it feels way more relatable. Right. And so, so yeah, I think that there are certain movies that you have to watch at a certain point in your life. And if you miss that window, then it, it makes it so much harder to actually enjoy that movie. So for, for example, a kind of completely different movie, there's a movie with Julia Stiles called Save the Last Dance. Have you, have you seen it? Is that the,
0: is that the one with where she does, she's trying to get into Juilliard. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the okay. One. Olivia. Yes. Jess told me about this movie, and she and I yes. were like crying, laughing, like just from her describing.
1: Yes. <laughs> describing. Yes. Different, or no? So, she
0: showed me a TikTok or something, but we were like Cause, cause, Yes. Because <laughs> because going like, around on like TikTok, how up it is.
1: No, or not the, messed up. Someone, how like
0: it just doesn't. It's bad It's like laughably bad Yeah Yes
1: Yeah But I know so many people Who are our age Who watched it When we were young And love it And like They They just Absolutely adore it And I just know I can't watch it today I yeah. think if I'd watched it As a kid I probably would've been like This is incredible She is we such probably, a good dancer we,
0: What if we did Like a commentary on
1: it Oh my gosh Can we the, uh, I'm gonna That would we're, be funny I'm Walter gonna Walter
0: would probably be like Catatonic from laughing so hard Yeah <laughs> Like just from
1: this TikTok that Jess come. showed me, I was like, oh my gosh. I want to was watch. Was the guy this. Des- was it was it a guy describing what is happening in that movie? Yeah.
0: He like did okay. it he did like a quick like yes. two or three minute synopsis of the I movie. Saw you that know same what I'm talking one. about. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Hilarious. Yeah.
0: It's just funny that you brought that up as an example.
1: No, because <laughs> <'cause laughs> the scene where she's dancing, it's so bad. It is so bad. Really and then bad. she gets it <laughs> so bad and so i think that's that's another that's an example of a movie that if you didn't watch it at a certain age it's just not going to be good it's you're not going to enjoy it Uh, and and so if you don't watch home alone i think as a kid it's harder to enjoy it as an adult because you're just like this kid's a brat and he needs to grow up and um also there (laughs) mom i watched it with my parents yesterday and we were like I say we. My mom and I were going through everything and being like, none of that would happen. They yeah. with all of those kids in that household, they only ordered one cheese pizza. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Alright. Um What's the name what's so, the
0: name of a Kieran Colkin's character, Fuller? Fuller. Yeah. <laughs> His his little like looks at the camera yes. are really really funny. Yeah,
1: yeah when he, he, he sips that. his Pepsi and he just has that big grin come across his face. Do you hand. know
0: off the top of your head whether or not he and Macaulay are tight?
1: I actually don't. Yeah. I don't um, I don't
0: see any reason why they wouldn't be, but yeah. yeah. But he's just it's just really interesting that he's gone on to have such a more kind of like famous or yeah, he's he's had a lot more like high profile roles.
1: I also think that I think Macaulay Culkin has has chosen to yep. step away, which which I think a lot of child actors or former child actors do. They yeah, probably they probably choose him a lot to, harder. yeah. Yeah, well, because Kieran Culkin was in a lot of Macaulay's movies as like like kind of a kid brother or like a younger version of him, but he wasn't like a star, and Macaulay Culkin. I think especially with Uncle Buck, because like John Candy is a was a huge act, and so a lot of people would go see his movies, right? Like, because yeah. um, he's he's just so funny, and so I think after seeing Uncle Buck, it, he really took off. Like Macaulay Culkin really took off as a kid actor, and so he was like shot to fame, and then he got his own movie with Home Alone, and this movie was like wildly popular yeah and so so people were always like following him so which is i don't know again i and i think one of the reasons why i'm like children should never be famous is after reading jeanette uh jeanette mccurdy's book and then reading britney spears's book which i listen to both of those on audiobook but yeah, there, there's just there's no reason for children to be famous, or really I, anyone, but specifically children.
0: I would, I really want to. Actually, I think so. We're about to go to, um, Georgia for Christmas, and Jess said mm-hmm. that we should listen to a book, and I kind of want to listen to that, and I'll see if she's interested in it. Yeah, Home Alone had a budget of eighteen million and mm-hmm. gross two hundred eighty five million worldwide, which is impressive, Ooh. and in nineteen ninety it. I, I don't know what that, that was pr- probably $500,000, $500 million mm-hmm. adjusted for inflation, doing some rough math. Doing some anyway, rough math Anyway, very layer. popular, very yeah. Famous, obviously beloved. We got our guy Joe Pesci as one of the burglars. What's his name?
1: Marv is the other guy. What is his name?
0: I'm trying to remember the name of.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Harry. Harry and Marv. Daniel Daniel Stern Stern plays Marv. Marv. Yep.
1: Yeah. John Hurd plays Peter, who is Kevin's dad. And then our girl Catherine O'Hara plays Kate, Peter, or not Peter, Kevin's mom. So um, have you seen very much of like Catherine O'Hara's work?
0: I've only seen, the only other movie I've seen her in is. Beetlejuice, and I think she's incredible in Beetlejuice. Yeah. And I've only seen a little bit of Shit's Creek.
1: Okay. She's so good in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Which I know that. So Eugene and Dan Levy specifically wrote that character for her because she and Eugene Levy have been friends for years. Like they they were in a. What was that movie called? Hold on, I'm going to look it up. But they were in a movie together that was really funny. Best in show. It's... I say it's... I haven't seen it, but everyone who has has said it's, like, one of the best comedies. But it is basically a behind-the-scenes look into dog shows and just how intense it can be. But Eugene Levy is in it, Fred Willard, Jennifer Coolidge, Parker Posey, just a bunch of people. And anyway, so they they go way back. But she's so good as Moira Rose in Schitt's Creek. Mm. But... Anyway,
0: the I'm jumping to the movie. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, very, very good cast. Joe Pesci is a standout for me. I'll, he's oh, for sure. So, he's really, really funny. This was the mm-hmm. same year as Goodfellas, famously. <laughs> I don't think. What don't, a year. <laughs> yeah. What a, yeah. What a year. What a year for him. Even though Goodfellas, Goodfella like, that's like one of the most important movies for America, I think. Mm hmm even though it didn't win i don't think any oscars or maybe it was nominated for some but didn't win any major i
1: think i want to say it was nominated for best picture
0: yes and everyone looks back and you know kind of says like scorsese should have won for that mm. definitely over the departed even though that's is a pretty good movie doesn't hold a candle to goodfellas but like just what a tour like what a two for like goodfellas and then home alone legendary
1: so yes, so Goodfellas was nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six Oscars. But didn't win it anything. One. It, won it won one. It won one Oscar. Screenplay. You want to know? Nope. Editing? Do, it was. It was an acting category.
0: Oh, was it right? Do you want to? De Niro. Best
1: supporting actor. Joe Pesci.
0: Let's go, my guy.
1: So yeah. He won. Yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Director, Best Screenplay Based on Material from Another Medium, and Best Film Editing. There you go. So it won several BAFTAs, though.
0: Yep. He, anyway. His uh, He had a bunch of, like, Chris Columbus had to keep telling him. Oh, Chris Columbus also directed *Sorcerer's Stone*. I forgot. We forgot to. Yes. There, maybe you mentioned that earlier.
1: I you don't remember it. if I mentioned it or not. If we didn't, yeah, Chris Columbus, yeah, Christopher Columbus Chris, also directed.
0: Chris Columbus had to keep telling Joe Pesci, "Stop, stop swearing," <laughs> because it's <laughs> the kid's movie. Which also reminds me, he's like like John Mulaney is the modern day Joe Pesci because he was like yes. swearing whenever he was doing his spider ham lines for across the spider <laughs> yeah. and then turns to the director was like oh you can't use any of this can
1: you <laughs> and he goes what what is this movie gonna be rated and they're like PG, PG. and he goes so none of this is gonna none be useful they're like useful. nope so See,
0: I, but those clips of Mulaney saying all that stuff is out there right like yes. I think we've, we've seen yeah it. he yeah. was
1: I think he was on um, Seth Either Myers Kimmel or
0: Seth Myers, yeah
1: I think it was Seth Myers, and he was like yeah so here's some of the, here's some of those clips and they played him like, they were just, everything. yeah, you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. But yeah, so Columbus was like, Joe, you got to stop cussing, man. And he was like, if you're going to say the F word, say fridge instead, <laughs> which yeah. I think is hilarious. And so also, anytime he's like mumbling or like muttering under his breath, it's because he's trying to stop himself from cussing.
0: That's what I wonder. So like, I didn't, I don't know if you had the DVD or saw behind the scenes, but there's shots where it definitely does not cut away and it is definitely Joe Pesci who was like falling flat on his back or like mm-hmm. not getting hit in the face but it, like the, the falling effect it mm-hmm. is definitely him and Daniel Stern doing a lot of those falls and i know they probably had That's padding impressive. underneath their coats but sure. i i was kind of like oh, that was more what i was paying attention to mm-hmm. this time around i i did not
1: know i did not realize they were doing most of those things cuz some of those things that happen to them In this movie are so Painful
0: and, well, and like I'm trying to remember but there I could be wrong but I'm Pretty certain it's it's Set up in su- such a way where you see enough of their Face where you're where I thought That is definitely Joe Pesci or that is definitely yeah. Daniel Stern yeah and I feel like You yeah. yeah am I right
1: I think you're right I I would have to Like go back and look because I don't think I, I was paying Attention to that Um but it wouldn't surprise me, yeah. honestly, if they if that was them like doing it. I just gotta say, like, the first time I I would fall on the ice, the frozen steps, I'd be done. I did. I would not care <laughs> yeah, like, enough. Like, let's about back some it up. Let's go. Vendetta against a freaking eight year old. I would yeah. just be like, nah, let's let's leave. This doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's so,
0: a. I have a pretty pretty amazing um piece of trivia for
1: you oh do so
0: tell. the year the year that i saw home alone for the first time i think it was 2020 middle of the pandemic um we had gone back to the office no no it was like the year it was like a couple months before the pandemic i was just watching tons of movies for the first time and one of them i was watching like everything like old movies new movies i watched mm-hmm. heat for the first time one of them was this german movie directed by Fritz Lang, who did a lot of Looney Tunes shorts. Mm-hmm. It's okay. called M, just the letter M.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
0: Do you know about this?
1: I know I know of the movie. I don't know what, why you're bringing it up, but I know of the movie.
0: So the movie is very, very good. It's very mm-hmm. old, directed in 31. I think it's like the old, to date the oldest movie that I've seen. It's about a serial killer who's mm-hmm. like kidnapping kids and killing them in a German village. It's completely mm-hmm. in German. And the dude who is playing the serial killer is just really scary looking like like very good, very good performances all around. It's kind of like a mob justice sort of movie. I say all that to say the central thesis of the or not the central thesis, but the big iconography of the movie is the community bands together. They have a bunch of meetings and they're like, we got to find this guy because he's taken a ton of our kids. Mm-hmm. One guy sees him and they're able to piece together a bunch of evidence. And he takes some chalk, writes M on his hand, and then he, like, pretends to bump into this guy and presses the M on his coat to, for, like, murderer or whatever. Mm-hmm. The German word is. So then this chase ensues, and it's about 15, 20 minutes, and he finally gets caught, but it's, like, really thrilling. But the the shot of, like, the hand with the M on it and then the guy with the M on his coat looking behind his shoulder as he's getting chased is, like, it's, like, a really... Like popular image from the movie. That is that's directly referenced in this movie when Kevin heats up the doorknob, and Joe Pesci burns his hand with mm-hmm. the M on it for McAllister, like as they're trying to get into the home. That and it's just crazy that I crazy. like. Yeah, it's crazy that I saw that movie and then Home Alone in the same year, and I was able to mm-hmm. make that connection. So
1: that's yeah. awesome. I you know what like. I think that it's really easy to write off like old movies because they're old or whatever or and some of them sure like who cares but I I think a lot of them it's like man those movies are referenced constantly yeah like
0: and I'm sure there's some yeah there's a ton that I'm missing too
1: yeah no like I I think that's I think one of my like blind spots as far as like film watching goes is old movies like that like like movies that came out honestly like pre like seven 1970s right like I have not if you were to look at my my uh, letterbox, like I have seen so few before the 70s honestly probably before the 80s so when I do watch an old movie like that and like see oh this was referenced in I can connect those dots and see like oh this was referenced in this other film that I love no wonder I love that like no wonder I've been enjoying this film so much. It reminds me of this other one that actually is referencing this yep. one. And so I think it is cool when when directors and I, I think like what makes directors so like the best directors so great is that they are truly like students of film. And I think like I think it, it would be easy for you and me to be like, yeah, we, we are students of film, but like, we're, we're not, not in that way. Like, um, not in I think the sense it's really We're cool. like
0: paying homage in the way that like, yeah. all the movies yeah. that Greta Gerwig, um, like pays homage <laughs> to and Barbie, like there are it's three crazy. and each of those movies is just incredible works of art. Like one, I, you haven't seen Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Have you Mm-mm. seen that? I haven't yet either, and that's one where I saw kind of a comp back to back of like I think it's the dance, se- I think it's the mm-hmm. dance sequence maybe where mm-hmm. she's like kind of pulling the, or maybe just like the production design, and I was just like, man, I need to watch that movie like right now, and I just haven't. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think there's a whole list. I think Letterbox actually has a list of all the movies she like references or like pulls from in some capacity for Barbie that I'm like, man, I I kind of want to go through and watch that whole list. Yeah. And some of them I've seen like the wizard of Oz I've seen. Um, I'm trying to think what else, like what are their big ones? But like, I haven't seen, I think singing in the rain is one of the ones that are referenced. Yep, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. I
0: haven't seen it either. Shamefully.
1: So yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. Home Alone.
1: How many like Chris Columbus movies have you seen?
0: I've seen this and then the two Harry Potters and I don't know what of it. Well, he made the Percy Jackson movie, right?
1: Oh did I don't Percy I legitimately, legitimately don't know. Hold on, let me look. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good director. Very capable. He's gotta be kinda getting old, right?
1: He it was born in fifty eight.
0: Yeah. So he's good. So he's there. in his sixties. Did you ever 2020? read the Percy Jackson? those books
1: no that was something that i didn't actually read i've I've heard they're great Um, the disney
0: plus series came out this weekend and jess is always looking for things for her eighth and seventh grade classes Mm -hmm. to do and you know get them interested in reading stuff that may Mm -hmm. be adapted and apparently the adaptation is really good so
1: oh that's cool yeah i i I never watched the movies either, and people felt very strongly about those. And the,
0: I didn't see the second one, I don't think, but yeah, those those two, I was like, these are not that great. So. Yeah. Good director. Six,
1: seven, eight. I've actually seen eight of his films.
0: What's the, what other stuff has he made?
1: So the first two Harry Potter movies, Home Alone one and two, Mrs. Doubtfire, which was another movie um, that yeah. we reference all the time in my family. He directed the film adaptation of Rent, which is a musical, Broadway, Broadway musical. He directed Stepmom, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's really good. Um, He directed Bicentennial Man, which I also haven't seen. And he also directed the original Adventures in Babysitting, Uh, which is another like it's also a John Hughes film, I think. Oh, maybe it's not. I associated it with John Hughes it it's a I think it's a Brat Pack film. Oh gotcha. So anyway. But yeah. Oh. So I've seen several what about John Hughes? We haven't talked about him a whole lot. Have you John what Hughes do you know made
0: it. i i seen I've seen a good bit Not a like every bit one, but um, i single like, like seen the um, ones. like, like Pretty in seen the Candles. ones: not Pretty Pretty Pink. Pink, mm-hmm. S- Sixteen Candles. Maybe not Pretty in Pink. Uh, he made Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, right? hmm That's probably my favorite. <laughs> like, I've watched Trains, Planes, and Automobiles with Will and Gabe, mm-hmm. I think in 2020 as well, for the first time, and we were, like, crying, laughing. Like, it's, it is such a funny movie. Um, I actually
1: haven't seen that movie. Oh, my
0: gosh. It is. That's, like, I feel like that has got to be one with your parents that... You oh, know, my just, parents like, love it. Oh, we, I just haven't though? watched it. Yeah, no. Oh, need to. I. Yeah. I think I think you would. I think you would find it really funny. Um. So, yeah, no. I I, I like John Hughes. Man, I love John Candy. And John Candy oh, yeah. in Home Alone is really funny. It has like that was like the hardest I laughed watching it this time around. <laughs> yes. <'cause> I left. <laughs> don't feel so bad. I left my kid at a funeral parlor for an entire day. He was okay <laughs> after about six or eight weeks.
1: <laughs> so. So Columbus, I guess for the, I, I think for most of his films, he doesn't really like a whole lot of like ad-libbing, but for this film, he he was like, John Candy, you can do whatever you want. And yep. so that whole thing, he just made up, I guess they, I saw where they f- shot that scene at like 4.30 in the morning, and um, he was just rambling on <laughs> just about like, oh. leaving his kid, and Catherine O'Hara, just like a true pro, just stayed in character, yeah, which which I love I think like that scene is so funny and I don't think I ever really grasped what he was saying because of course I watched it as a kid so I'm like I don't care about anything that's happening with this situation right now but as an adult I'm like this is the funniest thing but also could you imagine how terrible you would feel if you were Catherine here in that moment
0: yeah yeah he's and he was like he was like I'm just trying to make you feel better and she's like
1: I wish I hadn't <laughs> <have> said anything <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> her response is awesome Remember when they they come in? They can't find Kevin after a certain point, and they're just like so beaten, beaten to pieces. And uh-huh. I forget who says it. Like I don't know if it's Joe Pesci or Daniel Stern, but they're like, "Where is he?" Maybe he committed suicide. I think it, it was, was like when they get upstairs Daniel and they think Stern. he's yeah. jumped out the Yeah, window. they just think he jumped out. <laughs> that also down. made me like lose
1: my, <laughs> lose my crap. And, and Joe Pesci just looks at him like he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he committed suicide. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so funny. No, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. Bless but. this
0: highly nutritious microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it on sale
1: okay i'm glad you brought up that scene i feel like on social media home alone has like just kind of taken on this whole it's like having i think almost every christmas for the past like several years it's kind of had a cultural moment where people have been like what does kevin McAllister's dad do for for a living like why do they have this big house and it's like who cares first of all like why does it matter um do you guys not know rich people and yeah, also you know that they're rich because at that in that scene where he's sitting down he's got his silverware laid out exactly like you would at a, like a fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and my mom leans over and goes look at the way that he's got his silverware laid out you know that kid is rich they've they've gone to cotillion they've done all that stuff yeah. and it's like yeah this is a rich family he's yeah. taking his entire family to paris for christmas yeah
0: and anyway. and they were able to turn around and come right back.
1: Yeah, like no yeah, big deal. Come on. Also I realize it was 1990. Also the, the fact that they woke <laughs> up and had to be at the airport in 45 minutes. It's like they're all freaking out, can't make it and I'm like well, this was pre-9/11. So if if this was right. post-9/11, there's so many things about this movie that I'm like this movie would never be made today. Not because it's like crazy like it hasn't aged well. It's just like the airport wouldn't happen. Yep. That scene wouldn't happen. They would have definitely not made the plane or made the flight. They wouldn't have to worry about landlines because right, someone yeah. would. Everyone would have a cell phone. Also, like um, yeah,
0: I wonder whether or not they would have stayed in Paris because there would have been like, I guess, more to do or like the perspective of more to do. Because uh-huh. like, that's that's what I thought, man flying all the way to paris and they don't have in-flight entertainment or yeah. podcasts or music or like game i guess game boys may have started coming out and the they, they had
1: Walkmans, so they could listen They were to maybe like walkmans but like you Walkman. don't see
0: any of the kids using walkmans and it's like what did they do i was cracking up at the line to john nerds like or one of them says i feel i feel bad flying up here and then the kids are all in middle class yeah it's John no they're having fun like
1: (laughs) yeah 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 Catherine O'Hara is like "Ah, I feel bad and he's like no they're fine they're in in the back I love when they're on the plane and she realizes that they forgot Kevin yeah and Uncle Frank is like well you know if it makes you feel any better I forgot my reading glasses Yeah, I forgot my reading glasses (laughs) and and he says it so seriously and they all just look at him yeah we all we all have an uncle Frank, you know, who yep. would say something like that and mean it sincerely. Yeah. Not realizing it. that is not the same.
0: Not the same thing. The mm-hmm. same thing. You're such a disease, Kevin. I wouldn't let you sleep with me if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's worst. another one of my favorite lines. <laughs> <laughs> and he he like lists off the reasons A and then he gets to b and then his last is d
1: (laughs) no he doesn't even do that he goes i'll give you three reasons he goes a whatever he says two two no he says two he doesn't say b he says two and then then he goes and then d (laughs) yeah man i loved it so much yeah so those are my notes nice solid notes thanks yeah, no. I'm glad one of us had notes because I didn't I was just ready to talk about it. You're reading this from film. the notes
0: of the notes of your, your mind. Palace. Notes of
1: my memory from watching it yesterday at like ten o'clock in the morning. So. And
0: also like thirty times growing up.
1: Also that, also a lifetime of watching. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but no, I genuinely like sincerely love this movie. It's always um I always laugh at it whenever I watch it. There were so many. I again, I hadn't watched it in a long time. So there were several times yesterday where my parents and I were laughing out loud at it, as if yeah. we've never seen the film before. And I think that was <laughs> what was fun for me. was like being able to watch it with my parents. And also, like this movie does have some really like sweet moments. Like I really love yeah, the scene like right with him the and the neighbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was really sweet. And, and the and, writing
0: kind of like as a placeholder for, you know, like you either are experiencing or know someone who the holidays are really difficult for one reason yeah, or another, And being able to sure. see that resolved even if it's from a, like, through the window is... is yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what Home Alone and Home Alone 2 do really well. Because, like, there's a similar kind of storyline that plays out in the second one as well. And it it does have a really sweet moment and it, they both end in the same way where um, someone yells, Kevin? And they're, like, upset about something that happened. Like, this movie ends with Kevin yelling about... Uh, Buzz <laughs> yelling totally at Kevin. Buzz's room. What did you do to my room?
0: Yeah, he took all so, his money. How much money was in there? Did he count it?
1: I don't remember how... It wasn't a whole lot. It, yeah. He goes, Buzz's life savings. And it was, like, it I think like maybe like 20, 20 bucks. 20 or 30 dollars, yeah. Yeah, it was not very much. But also, I'm assuming Buzz is, like, a fifteen or sixteen year old kid, so he probably doesn't have a whole lot of money anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, bandits. the wet bandits. I did
0: think about introducing us as like we're the wet bandits, is it, and this is the Home Alone pod. But oh, that would have been
1: fun. That. Yeah. That's okay. We were too busy quoting lines. Yep. So.
0: It was funny how uh, they broke into the house, the next door house, and then there's like water pouring down the. Oh my gosh. I I, I had to like do a double take. Wait, what? And I was like, oh, because they, this is the house next door yeah. with the wa- water running.
1: Could you imagine? They I think they said that that family was in Florida. Could you imagine getting a call <laughs> while you're in Florida at some beach and it's a police officer saying, uh, yeah, Hi, like sir.
0: three feet of water in your basement.
1: Your house is flooded and also your, your house was broken into because... The wet bandit struck your house, the and wet, you're like, the, the, the who? Struck. <laughs> they have struck again. Yeah. So. That was
0: well, a homeowner too. I was like, that is a true nightmare.
1: <laughs> no, I was, I was, man, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I, even as someone who doesn't own a home, I'm just like, I would be furious. Yep. I don't even that's know like, how.
0: That's an, one hell. Of what do you do? Yeah. yeah. What do you like? I think I would just sit there. Because yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. That was crazy. Couldn't imagine. Closing thoughts on Home Alone. My closing thoughts on Home Alone are Perfect movie.
0: I wasn't gonna say it was a perfect movie.
1: It is legendary. It is really it is really funny. I think and you tell me if if you disagree. I think that this is a really like it's a good like family movie. I don't feel like it's it's like inappropriate like there's maybe like one scene that where kevin is going through Buzz's like like box of stuff um <laughs> what does he say like, what does he say i don't it's something about he doesn't ca- like call it playboy but he is like oh, these magazine and he just like tosses it behind him he like has no interest in it because he's eight and he's, so he doesn't he says know
0: something though like 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 so distasteful or something like yeah that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah Oh man, <laughs> um that's funny it was funny and so he like tosses it aside outside of that though like I think this movie is is a pretty good family movie yeah it's great for the holidays
0: committed performances it doesn't it's not yeah. like uh it's not dumbing down anything like everybody Mm-mm. can enjoy it and it's not you know like okay oh, it's for kids yeah too yeah adult, so yeah
1: so um I think it's The best Home Alone movie, although I do love the second one. The third one, I think, is... I haven't seen it as an adult, but I would guess it's probably bad. Although it has a young ScarJo in it, so...
0: I've seen like that one scene where she's acting about like... Is is Macaulay Culkin in the third one? He's not, Mm -hmm. right? No, it's... So uh, whoever's like the Kevin stand-in is... mm -hmm. They're trapped or he's trapped or whatever, and ScarJo's like, what is going on? And then she... She's the older sister, I think, mm-hmm. and then she ends yeah. up doing something. I've seen like that scene on TV
1: yeah. somewhere. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we'll do yeah. Home no, Alone 2 Home next Alone three year. is just a completely different family. Yeah. So anyway, right on. what are your final thoughts? Closing thoughts.
0: Great movie. We were gonna do uh, Christmas Vacation, and do you have much of a relationship to that movie? I've only seen it once. I've never seen it. Oh, okay, so I've that seen been, like I think parts that we of it. decided Home Alone because we were like, no, let's just do Home Alone instead. So, yeah, yep. So. Jess likes. She said, "Oh, I love Christmas Vacation," and her. She said, "Yeah, we watched it like all the time around Christmas growing up." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then we watched it, and she didn't like it. And she said, "Yeah, I think we watched the TV version, and all this stuff was edited <laughs> out." And I said, "Oh, that makes sense because I thought it was hilarious, but she was like." like not laughing at jokes and
1: stuff. when well when you said that i was like huh really? yeah. i don't everything i not know exactly about jess that speed. seems odd. Aw- like that like that surprises me and then the tv version yeah that would make things that would make things different so yeah. um, anyway
0: our next episode is our top five movies of 2023 yep so tune it's gonna in. be
1: coming out it's in, January, out in January, though, in 2024. So I think so. This is our first, last episode of the year.
0: Last episode of the year. Thanks for sticking with us. We got some great stuff coming next year, mm-hmm. and um, catch up on your 2023 movies so you can have that convo with us. We'll do minor spoilers, I guess. For we can't go through the plot of every single movie that we're
1: gonna cover. No, this, that would but... take forever. But yeah,
0: definitely catch up. On your 2230 movies. There's a lot of good movies coming out, like a lot of good movies coming out mm. this month. We got Maestro, we got Ferrari, Anyone But You, Colored Purple, Wonka came out this weekend. Aquaman, <laughs> The Lost Kingdom is coming out this coming weekend. <laughs> People are calling it Man, and I think oh, that's no. hilarious. Um,. What else? There's some other stuff
1: coming there's out. There's a lot. Um, of. I feel like there's yeah, big, like bit. too many. My shows on Netflix, so you, can, you don't even have to go to you the you theater. To you can out. just watch that at
0: home on December 22nd.
1: Here's the thing. There are so it, We're recording this on December 17th. There are yep. so many things between now and December 31st that come out, and it's so upsetting because I just know I'm not going to be able to see everything that I want to see, Yep. which will make my list not maybe as accurate as it would be if I had watched all of it.
0: But I'm, this week alone, I crammed in I think like two or three movies from this year that I was like, I just gotta get these in, just Ooh. just in case they make my list or just yeah. to say that I saw them. Yeah, this yeah, year. yeah. So,
1: so yeah. Anyway,
0: and thank you to Walter for producing this episode. Thank you to Macy Lummis for our art. Thank you to Corden Jocks for our music and our theme song. He, they are little rock based artists. They're awesome. Go check them out. They're also newly married. Great couple. We love them. Ten and out of ten. Ten out of ten. Would recommend for any artistic musical needs. Mm-hmm. Our next episode is Top Ten Movies of Twenty Twenty Three. We'll see you then. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, Chrysler. Merry
1: Christmas.